to episode 8 of Expecting Rainbow, a podcast about navigating life after experiencing pregnancy or infant loss. I'm your host, Justine. In this episode, I'll be talking about the word rainbow, what it means to me, and how it's perceived in the loss community. listening in today. I know I'm a bit late to the party, but two days ago I watched the first season five episodes of This Is Us, um, part one and part two. And man, I was basically crying the whole second half. I don't want to give out any spoilers, but that shows a lot. It's a lot. If you haven't watched the show it's about this family, the Pearsons, and what I'm, what I'm about to say, this is all stuff you learn in the first episode, so I'm not really spoiling it. So anyways, it begins with the mom and dad, Rebecca and Jack, they're at the hospital about to deliver their triplets, and two of the babies, Kevin and Kate, are born living, and their third baby, Kyle, is stillborn. And while they're still at the hospital, Jack sees another baby, Randall, and he had been abandoned at a fire station. So the Pearsons end up adopting him before leaving the hospital, and from there the show follows the details of their lives and relationships. Shortly after Stephen died, I actually was at a church service where the pastor was talking about how he loved the show And he was making some type of analogy, and when he was introducing the show and explaining it, he said that it was about a couple who had twins and then adopted a third baby. And I remember being so torn by that. I remember wanting to stand up and say, triplets. She had triplets. And I think it really hurt because little baby Kyle's character in that show was so quick and fleeting. He still gets mentioned in a few episodes, but not often. He's really easy for people to forget about. And in just a two-sentence summary of the show, someone can erase his existence without giving it a second thought. And I know that This Is Us is just a TV show, but this happens in real life too. What I mean is, it's so easy for others to say that I have one son when the reality is I have two. And it's so easy for others to forget that Stephen was born at all. In the show, they never explicitly say this or call him this, but some people might consider Randall the Pearson's rainbow baby. If you haven't heard the term rainbow baby before, it's a baby that is born or brought into a family's life after they've experienced the death of a previous baby. And... Actually, I think the phrase rainbow baby is becoming more mainstream, which I guess is a good thing. I mean, it's a sad thing because it means that every family 
who is expecting a rainbow baby has experienced a pregnancy or infant loss. But I think it's good that more people know what rainbow babies are because it means that more parents are being open about their losses. It's becoming less taboo to talk about our children who are not here. Obviously, there is still a long way to go, but it's a start, right? Anyway, I wanted to talk about the word rainbow because this podcast is called Expecting Rainbow. And I am still learning about what the word rainbow means to me. To be honest, I really struggled with the term rainbow baby for a while, especially during my pregnancy with Everett. I did not call him my rainbow baby when I was pregnant, but I did refer to my pregnancy a few times as a rainbow pregnancy because I needed the hope that that phrase brings. But I felt that calling Everett a rainbow baby before he was born it felt overly confident. My husband, Will, and I didn't assume everything was going to be okay with his birth until he was in our arms. Whenever I hear the phrase rainbow baby, it just sounds so beautiful. I guess it's because that's what rainbows are. I mean, have you ever seen an ugly rainbow? Nah. I think saying rainbow baby makes a new pregnancy sound so hopeful and exciting and all of the positive things. And I'm not saying that it's not or that it shouldn't be. I think hope and excitement looks different for every parent that's going through a rainbow pregnancy. But I also feel that it needs to be acknowledged that rainbow pregnancies are not always as wonderful as they sound. My pregnancy with Everett was filled with a lot of fear and anxiety too. Definitely more so than my first pregnancy because now I know what it's like to hold a dead baby in my arms. So acknowledgement is so important and while I think that the term rainbow baby is nice and it can bring a lot of people hope. I also think it's important to really meditate on that phrase and to carefully consider what rainbow baby implies and what it really means. When I was pregnant with Everett, a close friend of mine texted me to wish me a happy rainbow baby day on August 22nd. She included a graphic that had a rainbow and a Bible verse from Romans, and it read, The pain that you've been feeling cannot compare to the joy that's coming. And this was from one of my best friends, whom I love so much and is always there to support me. I know her intention was good, and I know she was just so excited for Everett's arrival. But man, that text stung. Fortunately, because she was a close friend, I felt comfortable speaking up right away. And I told her how I understood she was so excited for me and that she wanted to be there for me and support me. But 
that there was no joy that could ever get rid of my grief over Stephen's death. And I explained that Everett's birth was not going to cancel out Stephen's death. Everett was and is not a replacement for Stephen. So I think when someone uses the word rainbow baby the right way, it can be pretty harmless. It's usually the other words they say around that phrase that causes problems. Like the Bible verse that my friend sent. Or sometimes people will say, after every storm comes a rainbow or something like that. And they're referring to our babies who died as storms. Stephen was not a storm. He was my baby. He still is my baby. And when I held him in my arms, he was beautiful and he was perfect. The experience of losing him was the storm Will and I had to face. And the clouds of that storm still hover over us today. Everett really is a light in our lives. And it's such a joy for Will and I to be his parents. And we love every moment of it. There are even times when he's crying and we don't know why. And I just relish it as I comfort him because I know what it's like to just have silence when there shouldn't be. I still remember when Everett was born the moment he came out and was in the world. Time just slowed down, and I didn't know how many seconds had passed before he started crying, but I remember not hearing anything, and there was this huge wave of panic after my final push. I kept thinking, why is there no crying? And even though we had a whole team of literally 15 doctors in the room. It was like I couldn't hear anything because there was no crying. And when I finally heard his cry, it was so amazing. When they laid him on my chest, his eyes were open and he was staring right at me. And he just laid there contently on me, staring and taking in the world. After we took Everett home... I was so happy, but there was also a new level of grief and a new kind of fear. I did so many breath checks with him, which I know is something a lot of parents do with their babies, whether or not they've had a loss, but for me, I had to do it because a sleeping baby looks an awful lot like a dead baby. And I needed reassurance that Everett was alive. Whenever I held Everett or changed his diaper, I mourned that I was never able to do that with Stephen. And I'd cry sometimes when cuddling or rocking or just sitting with Everett, both from joy that he was here and also from grief because I was able to show love to Everett in a way that I couldn't do with Stephen. It's a unique mix of emotions and a really strange feeling to feel this heightened joy with everything I experience with Everett, while also feeling the greatest sadness 
that I can't experience these things with Stephen. But I don't think that my grief over Stephen takes away from my joy with Everett. And I really wish I could explain this better. But I think sometimes people think I should just enjoy my time with Everett because he's here and that I should let go of Stephen. But it doesn't work like that. No matter how many more living babies I have, our family will never feel complete because our family will never be whole without Stephen. So that's another reason I sometimes have a hard time when people gush over the term rainbow baby because you can't talk about rainbow babies without acknowledging their siblings. But most of the time, the world doesn't want to acknowledge the sad with the happy. They only want the happy ending. But that happy ending doesn't come for everyone, you know. That's another scary thing about rainbows. They can be fleeting and short-lived. In the past two years, I have met and known moms who have had their second, third, and even fourth losses. And some of these losses were their rainbow babies, their rainbow pregnancies. And so we have to acknowledge that sometimes parents don't always get the rainbow that they envision. And sometimes that rainbow story comes with more pain and more grief. Just as everyone has their own unique grief journey, they also have their own rainbow journey. That might mean deciding to have another baby. Other times it means fostering or adopting or both, or all of the above. Some parents may choose to do something different or something more, like writing a book to honor their babies, making care packages to support new lost parents, or starting a foundation to raise awareness about pregnancy and infant loss. I know we don't really call such things rainbows, like rainbow projects, but my point is, We can't say that hope, peace, and comfort can only be found in having another baby because that isn't always possible and it isn't true. Rainbows represent hope and hope is when we want something so bad that we can almost taste it. We see something within our grasp and we expect the outcome we want. But in life, there are no guarantees. When you see a rainbow in the sky, that doesn't mean there will never be another storm. So when we talk about rainbows, we need to acknowledge these stormy experiences. We need to remember how we got here, the journeys that led us to these rainbows, and yes, Rainbows can help us appreciate our strength. They can open our closed up hearts a little bit more. And they can give us comfort and some healing. But they don't erase the past. They don't negate our losses. 
or the deaths of our babies. They show us a brighter future while acknowledging the pain that will always be a part of us. If you'd like to share your rainbow journey and experience, I would love to invite you onto the podcast to share your story. You can do so by sending a message through the website at expectingrainbow.com or by emailing hello at expectingrainbow.com. Thanks for listening in today, and I'll see you all next week.